0: more, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Two Minutes with Todd. My name is Todd Jones. I'm the Chief Investment Officer for Gratis Capital. Thanks for joining us today. Let's take a look at some market activity from last week. Last week was a bit of a down week for across most asset categories, real catalyst being interest rates having risen a little bit in the US going from 2.7 to roughly 2.9 on the US 10-year. And what did that do to markets? Well, commodity prices were pretty resilient, down only a half a percent if you use the broad commodity index. Bond index, however, was down 1.1%. It's a pretty decent-sized move on a weekly basis. US stocks, the S&P 500 was down 1.15. International stocks were down 3.1. And then the small cap index, Russell 2000, was down 2.85. Again, turning to chart one, what was the real catalyst? I think it's this realization that markets will need to price in additional upside to interest rates. And the primary reason for that is what you see here on chart one, which is a picture of what they call real interest rate. And real interest rates, just for reference, are nothing more than nominal interest rates like the 10-year bond currently, which is a 2.95, adjusted for current inflation, which right now is at 8.5%. So if you take those two together, you come up with a real interest rate of somewhere around 5 or 6%. And that's really what this chart is showing. One of the takeaways from this chart, though, is that until interest rates in real terms become positive, it's really hard to think that the Fed is going to be able to get too dovish with their positioning shifts. And I think that's really a lot of what the market has been repricing over the last few weeks during this, what we're considering to be a bit of a bear market rally in the context of a longer sideways channel for markets. So until real interest rates move at least the other direction back up or at least that zero level, it's going to be really hard to think that the interest rate hiking cycle or higher interest rates are not in our future. So that continues to be our base case. I did want to revisit on chart two, emerging markets, because those are important categories to consider now that emerging markets, broadly speaking, represent roughly 20 to 25% of world market cap. And what you can see in this chart here is a useful way to think about emerging markets. And really when we want to allocate to them would be in cycles, or, you know, how long has it been that EM has underperformed US markets versus historical timeframes? What's that dynamic been like? What's that performance? change been and what can we glean from that so i think emerging markets tend to underperform in bottom when there's multiple different issues going on within some key countries but also when their currencies are declining in value versus the us dollar for those that aren't aware us dollar right now is relative to things like the argentine peso turkish lira is at a multi-year highs and typically i think what this chart suggests is that only in when the U.S. dollar starts to go down in value versus a broad basket of emerging market currencies and international stock or currencies like the euro, is it, I think, safe to dip our toe back into the emerging market asset class? Until that time, we'll probably remain on the sidelines, but it's just a useful reminder that when we do hit that upcycle for emerging markets, it can be very powerful, as this chart suggests. Thanks for joining us today. We look forward to speaking to you again sometime soon.
1: All price references and market forecasts correspond to the date of this recording. The information contained does not constitute research or recommendation from Gratis Capital to the listener. Gratis Capital is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving of investment advice by Gratis Capital to that listener.